Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, certified personal trainer, non-diet nutritionist, and body image coach. And I'm on a mission to help all women break free from body image hangups so they can do the amazing things they are called to do in this world. If you're looking to feel healthy, happy, and confident without dieting, restriction, and punitive workouts, or obsessing over the scale, you're in the right place. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Joyful Movement Show. If you're joining us for the first time, I'm so glad you're here. I'm Kim Hagel, personal trainer and registered holistic nutritionist, and it's my mission to help women who feel unmotivated to exercise to discover joyful movement, intuitive eating, and body acceptance so that they can stop relying on willpower and get off the start-stop cycle for good. This is episode 39, and we've been chatting recently about how to be more intuitive with your movement. When we're ready to disconnect our movement from purely burning calories or trying to lose weight, it sometimes can leave us feeling a little lost, like... Why and how would I even exercise if I'm not trying to just get smaller? So in previous episodes, we've talked about how to set real life goals. That was back in episode 33. And real life goals will help you connect to your deeper why for movement. So what we mean by real life goals is to look at what's currently challenging in your day-to-day life or in your body that you hope movement will help you with. Having a real-life goal gives you some direction for how to move and gives you something you can measure. So it helps with your motivation and your adherence, knowing that you're progressing towards something that's going to make you feel better in your body. And then in episode 37, we talked about how to plan your workouts intuitively. We talked about planning the time that you're going to care for your body through movement as non-negotiable, but then having flexibility for the what or the how within that time so that we can then tune into our body's needs and choose movement that supports where we are at in the moment. You'll remember my three favorite questions that I have my clients ask at the start of every movement session. Those are, how do I feel today? How do I want to feel? And what does my body need in order to get that feeling? So that's how we choose what type of activity we're going to do for how long and how intense. But sometimes that third question is where we can get a bit stuck. Often we don't know exactly how to meet the needs of our body. We simply don't know how to move our body to get towards the desired feeling. For example, let's say today that you've blocked off 45 minutes for your movement and your initial plan was to go to spin class. That's the activity you originally chose that aligns with your real life goal of having more endurance and stronger legs so you can do that bucket list hike this fall. But then you go to do your check-in, you ask those three questions and your body says, nope, spin class is not going to work for me today. Either I didn't get much sleep or I just don't think I can handle the intensity or the loud music. It's just not going to work today. Well, then what do you do? And I know for me in my past, it would have been all or nothing. Either I'd force myself to go and push through, tell myself like I'll feel better after, and then I might not, or I'd just skip it and do nothing. And I know I'm not the only one who does this. And then I'd feel guilty and I'd have to try to figure out how I'm going to make up for that missed workout. 
Or I'd try to justify taking the rest day, but I'd feel antsy, like I should be doing something. What we often forget in that moment is that there are infinite ways to move your body. It doesn't just have to be go to spin class or rest. Those are only two options of the thousand that are available to you. Maybe you also consider lowering the intensity that you work at during class, but even still, there's so much more that you could choose. But I find that many people, myself included in the past, we can get kind of pigeonholed in the types of movement that we do. For example, we might say, well, I run, I lift weights, I go to spin class, and sometimes I do yoga. And that's it. Why do we do this? Well, I think it goes back to diet culture and engaging in exercise just for the sake of burning calories and achieving a certain physique. In my past, I never would have even thought to swap that spin class for yoga or for a walk because in my mind, it wouldn't have been good enough. So inside my program, Discover Joyful Movement, the way that I teach my clients to prepare for those moments and to feel equipped to respond to their body's cues is by building what I call a movement toolkit. I have them start experimenting with lots of different kinds of activities so they can build an inventory of things that they enjoy and can pull from this list every time they go to move their body. I compare it to having a recipe box of your favorite go-to meals that you like to eat, a list of tried and true things that you can pull from depending on what you're in the mood for or have the time and energy for. Your toolkit could include structured workouts at home or in a gym with or without an instructor. It could include outdoor activities like walking, running, swimming, cycling, or sports of any kind or water sports like kayaking, paddleboarding, windsurfing the sky is the limit. The more activities you can include, the better so that you have a wide variety of options to choose from. Varying levels of difficulty, varying ways to move, some that build strength, some that get the heart pumping, some that help with restoration and relaxation, and some that help with mobility, so that no matter your mood or time available, you'll be able to choose something that would provide what you need on any given day. So what are the steps to build a movement toolkit? Well, step one is go back and consider your real life goals. Are you wanting to get stronger so you can carry your kids around? Are you wanting to become more mobile so you can get up and down off the floor with more ease? Are you looking to improve your lung capacity so you can go for a long bike ride with your partner? Think about what you're looking to get out of your movement practice. And then step two is think about what do you like? What kind of environment do you prefer to do your movement in? Do you like to be indoors or outdoors, in a group or by yourself? Do you like to participate in sports? Do you like the idea of a structured workout or do you prefer freestyle movement? Do you like to have an instructor or do you prefer to do your own thing and be self-led? Do you like going to a class and do you like that to happen online or in person? So just think about that and be honest about the type of environment you enjoy and would feel comfortable moving in. And maybe there's more than one. Then step three, within your preferences, what kinds of activities do you like doing? What kind of sports do you like? Do you like soccer, basketball, volleyball, water polo? 
Um, If you like indoor or outdoor activities, what kind? Do you like to work out in a gym or do you prefer to work out on your own? Do you like to go to classes? If so, what kind of classes? Do you like yoga? Do you like Pilates, Zumba, step class? Do you prefer to work out self-led on the gym floor, lifting weights or doing your own cardio, maybe zoning out while you read a magazine on the treadmill? Do you prefer to be outdoors, enjoying nature? hiking, cycling? Do you like mountain biking? Do you like road biking? Make a long list of all of the different things that you might like to do and don't limit yourself to just working out. And try to include a wide variety of different intensities. So this is step four. Try to have some activities that are relaxing and restorative. Try to choose some that directly relate to your real life goals. Pick some that are just for fun. And maybe throw in a couple that would challenge you that you think might be more like bucket list activities, things you'd like to try, but currently either have not tried or feel too difficult that you'd like to work towards at some point. So step five then is when the time comes to choose, anything goes as long as it fits your body's needs and time allotted for the day. And there's no need to feel guilty if what you've chosen is not quote on plan because any movement is self-care and really the primary goal is just to feel better. So if meditation or extra sleep is what it takes to feel better, then that's what you pull out of your toolkit. If it's a walk, fantastic. Yoga, fantastic. Rock climbing, great. Anything goes and there's no need to feel guilty because you feel better at the end of it. Now I realize as I say this that I'm making the assumption that you've already got some activities you enjoy and a baseline knowledge about how to move your body in accordance with your goals and or a willingness to experiment. Now not everyone has that knowledge or feels inspired to try new activities because of their history with exercise and sports in the past. That was true for me and many of my clients too, and that's where it can be really helpful to work with a personal trainer to support you and teach you new ways to move that are in line with your real life goals in a safe and non-judgmental atmosphere. A personal trainer would have the knowledge and the huge movement toolkit to draw from and can make suggestions for activities to try and be there as a source of support as you're learning and experimenting. Inside Discover Joyful Movement, my clients have the choice of working with me one-on-one so I can help them build up their movement toolkit, showing them exercises directly related to their goals, and teaching them proper form and how to listen to their body's cues to progress safely. Or they can work through the program in a self-directed way, taking advantage of a large library of movement videos where they can experiment with different types of activities and intensities to see what they enjoy. Either way, whether one-on-one or self-led, all my clients have access to 12 weeks of learning lessons and weekly contact with me for questions, and they all appreciate being able to experiment with different activities and build up their skills and confidence under my guidance in the privacy of their own home using equipment they already have or general household items. So if that sounds like something that would help you, I encourage you to check out my website for more information. It's www.radiantvitality.ca slash discoverjoyfulmovement. 
I want to leave you today with the thought that you do have abundant choices available to you for movement. There's no right and wrong way to do it. Just keep self-care the focus and be willing to get out of all or nothing into the realm of possibility. I hope that you find this episode helpful and it inspires you to think about what you could add to your movement toolkit. As always, I love hearing your feedback, so feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. I'm at Radiant Vitality Wellness. And I've also got a free guide called The Motivation Secret that you can grab on my website to help you get unstuck and into action by changing your mindset about movement. You can grab that at www.radiantvitality.ca slash motivation secret. I will see you back here next week for more non-diet motivation. And in the meantime, here's to your radiant vitality. Thanks for tuning in to the Power in Motion podcast today. Ready to drop your body image hang up so you can confidently create your healthiest, happiest life? Awesome. You can get started today by taking my five-day mini course, How to Feel Great in and about your body, no matter what the scale says. Inside this five-day video training, you'll learn how to get motivated to exercise, stop cravings and binge eating, set health goals beyond the scale, eat normally without rules or a plan, and accept your body. Find unshakable confidence, even if you don't love how you look. For just $27, you'll receive one under 10-minute video lesson per day for five days delivered straight to your inbox reflection worksheets to help you integrate your learning and links to bonus resources to go even deeper with the work. You can get started right now by visiting radiantvitality.ca slash five day training. I'll see you inside.